Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We wish you a Merry Christmas. I don't know what this music is. And a happy This is everyone's New favorite royalty free Christmas carol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the one, the one that we didn't have to pay for. Yay, it's Christmas, guys. It's Christmas. Woo! Best Woo! time of the year. The um, best time of the year. We are all festively adorned today. Jax is wearing Chrissy PJs with gingerbread Me men PJs. on them. PJs. Yep. Uh, Franco Alexander. is also wearing Chrissy PJs with uh, reindeer and Christmas trees and presents, I think. I like your little... Is that yeah, PJs cute. or a sweater? Looks like an ugly um, Christmas sweater. No, it's just a T-shirt. Honestly, I, I played sport oh, yeah. the other the other week. Like, <laughs> it's just a shirt that I've got. I should have hmm. worn the Christmas... I got Shane a Christmas shirt last year. And it was a Nakatomi Corporation Christmas party shirt. Uh-huh. A la Die Hard. Uh-huh. Um, Very good. I could have worn that. I instead have worn my dog's Christmas costume hat. Um, yes, not Which bad. is an elf hat. And it jingles. It's very small. It I can't hear the jingling. Oh, it doesn't jingle. I just meant it moves around. Like, I'm shaking my head and the oh, bauble's right. going back and forth. I am going to have bauble. to take it off soon, though, because it's cutting off circulation. Like, can you see how much it's cutting <laughs> out? Oh, yeah, 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 it's yeah, very like tight. Like a little necktie. I can do it on my chin like an army hat, maybe. That's a bit better. That's look, a bit better. look like I've had wisdom tooth Beautiful. surgery. Um, <laughs> oh, there it goes. She's off. Um, But yes, Merry Christmas one and all. Thank you for joining us for our last episode of 2022. Uh, We are continuing with our Christmas tradition, which is a Christmas bonanza episode to end the year. Uh, Where we take all of your Christmas, or sorry, all of your festive season questions, every single one that you have, and we slam them all into one episode. Normally we just do one or two or, you know, whatever we feel like on the day. But this, this time of year... We're feeling very generous, yeah. so we we figure we'll do all of your questions so that you go into the festive season prepared, prepared. yeah, ready for anything. Um, thank you to the Ronnies who kindly sent through their questions. We hope we can help you today with them, uh, and we personally can't wait. I personally can't wait to help you with your festive season questions. Um, it is a wonderful time of year. Can be it's difficult. the most wonderful time of the year. can be difficult for some, so if you're having a hard time, just turn on your favourite podcast, which is us, and uh, we'll make you forget all about it. Yeah, you could go into our back catalogues. We've got like two years worth of back catalogues. Back catalogue. Just pick one. I, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to anyone who listened to us this year. We have a lot of fun doing this, and we're very glad that we get to spend Christmas with you guys in the form of this, which comes out a week before Christmas, and then we're disappearing over Christmas. But just pre- listen to save this for Christmas Day. Maybe it's Christmas Day when you're listening to it. If so, happy Christmas. Um, before we get into the questions, do you have a Christmas something... present for us? No, no, no. Well, I think I this is a Christmas present. A isn't? kind of Christmas present. Okay, I hope um, it's a good one. <laughs> 
So I have a celeb watch <gasps> to end the celeb year. Celeb watch. <laughs> it, was, it was almost like a Christmas gift to me to give to you guys. Oh my god, I'm so excited! Mm. All right, last celeb watch of the year. Okay, last celeb watch of the year. It could um, be actually. I'll make the point. It could be the last one ever if we've made a stipulation. Celeb watch is retired forever if you see Dwayne the Rock Johnson. That's the deal. Well. Okay, it's not him. Uh, it's not Dwayne the Rock Johnson, <laughs> it's not, it's unfortunately. Not the Rock. Um, but someone perhaps on a similar level to The Rock, maybe. Okay. Oh, okay, this is a very big call. Last time you did this, we had no idea who you were talking about. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> did you see them at an industry event? It was not at an industry event. So, okay. 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 To close out the year, our year, first official year, officially living in LA, um, we went to our favourite local restaurant, Italian place, which is where we saw Justin Long all those years ago. Mm. Our very first time there, we saw Justin Long. Was it all those years ago? What, last year? All no, those the start one of this year. years ago. Oh, so yeah, like yeah, Justin Long was like. I was going to say, it wasn't that long ago. Good was celeb watch. <laughs> yeah, it was earlier this year. <laughs> the only good celeb um, watch, Franco. So. We get there and it's it's cold at the moment. It's like pretty cold. They've, luckily, they've got the heaters on outside. We're sitting outside and we get there. And normally they're like really on it at the front of house. They've got someone there all the time. You walk in, they're like, yes, your table's ready. Here, let me take it to you. We come in and there's kind of no one there. And I'm like, this is kind of weird. And then someone eventually comes over and they're like, oh, yeah. And they spend all this time looking and I'm like, it's it's not that hard. You can't have that many reservations. There's not that many people here. There was, it was busy, but it wasn't like packed. Mm, mm, mm. And eventually she goes, oh, oh, okay. What was the name again? I'm like, okay. She said, okay. Let me just let me just check if your table's ready. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> this is kind of bizarre. So she kind of goes outside and then uh, comes back in, and she goes. She spends another like thirty seconds looking through things, and she goes, oh, okay. Look, I'll take you out to your table. So we go out and there's sort of a uh, – so through COVID, a lot of the restaurants have extended out kind of past the footpath. So this this restaurant, the outdoor section, has a little sort of deck that connects to the footpath to kind of double – make it double width. Mm. So yeah, they did that in Australia too, yeah. And against where the, the um, road is, it's sort of built in. And so it's like – there's like a bench that you sit at against where the road is, mm-hmm. wooden bench. You're really painting a picture here. Yeah, I shuffle into the bench because I go, oh, yeah, okay, I've got the bench. I said to my wife, because she was sort of just stood there, I said, oh, would you like the bench? She went, uh, yeah. So I'm like, okay, shuffle past this girl who's sitting next to me. And as I go to sit on the other side, I'm like, oh my God, that girl is like one of the most attractive girls I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and Was it went, your wife? Okay. Um, uh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I went, oh, she must have been about 25. And then I look over to who she's with and I'm like, holy shit, that is Jason Siegel. Oh, oh okay. Oh, yeah. That's I'm, a good celeb watch. Jason Siegel. I do good. have to look. Marshall I, I, from How I Met Your Mother. He's been in the oh, Muppets movie. He yes, was in This yes, Is The yes. End. Oh, great I, one. Great. I really like this because Jason Siegel is famously very reclusive and he doesn't live in LA and he's kind of, he's yeah. got his own farm he out in the country. In he's got a farm out at like two and a half hours away. And I was like, bugger me. What <laughs> the fuck? That's Jason Siegel. And I'm like, oh, Yep. So then I sat down and then I had to like pretend that I wasn't being like, oh, oh my God, that's Jason Siegel. That's the worst because then like you spend the whole meal like trying to not look at them. They were finishing up. So I think they were trying to buy – I think that's why they took so long to take us out to the table. They were trying to buy time while they finished up. Um, but she, <laughs> as just after we sat down, she shuffled out to go to the toilet and he was just sort of sitting there. Wow. He was like looking on his phone. And then she came back and he went to the toilet and then he came back and he's like, should we move on to the next uh, the next location? Were they on she a date? Like, okay. I think they were on a date. She looked like she was about 25. He's in his 40s, so I'm pretty sure they were on a date. I can't imagine why else he would be out in my part of town uh, <laughs> seeing with a 25-year-old girl unless they were on a date. Well, Jax, I've got one thing to say to you. 
if you can wait that? 14 seconds because I'm bringing is something it? up on YouTube. <laughs> I haven't done it soon enough. Uh, you just, I'm very pleased to say to you yes. that, oh, no, it's another 14 seconds. Um, okay. Uh, that that's that's a good celeb watch, and I feel very blessed that you've brought that to us on Christmas Day. It's almost Dwayne the Rock Johnson worthy. It's almost. I didn't. I there's too many Jasons, and I thought perhaps you meant Bateman. Um, no, and that's oh, who I, I wish had it was Jason Bateman. If it was Jason Bateman, I would have asked him to say, "Can you please record a message for the Can We Help You podcast?" Yeah, yeah. but what Shout I would like to say to you is, podcast. okay, is that that's a hair really dryer? What is happening? What, what do you do? What is what is this? Okay, uh, this is why Jack does the sound effects. Crowd oh, cheering and God. applause sound effects, and that's. I mean, okay, we can just like. Oh. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Hey, nice. There we nice. go. Fabulous. Um, Very well done. Uh, celeb watch to end the year. Very well done. So, did you get any insights into the man that is Jason Siegel? Um. Did they look like they were on a date? Like it yeah, could she have was been... dressed up. He was also dressed up. Okay. Because, like, you know, like oh. it could be like his niece or like a cousin or a younger sister or something like that. But I, mean, I think you can tell when people are on a date. But I think they were on a date. Do we I know if he's dating date. anyone? I think he broke up with his girlfriend like last year. So, oh, yeah. Okay. And so this, you might have had the scoop. Have you ever considered becoming a paparazzo, Jax? Um, I feel like that's not really my speed. I don't want to be the person going, oh, over here, over here. I don't know. I don't know. It's awful, isn't it? Isn't it an awful profession? I could be like a gossip columnist and Mm. I could, you know, I could go on the Today Show and be like, guys, guess who I saw. Do you know, um, have you watched Bridgerton? Nope. Okay. Well, for anyone who has, Jax could be the new lady Whistledown potentially. She writes a column. Whistle her down. Um, yeah, she writes like a little column and it's all about the gossip of the, of the ton Ooh. of London town. Well, I might um, do that. Well, there you go. Merry Christmas, everyone. Um, that's Jax's <laughs> that's gift, my gift to, to us you. all. Thank you so much. I don't have a gift except for my presents. So, oh, and answering your questions. Yeah, our collective gift is answering questions. So let's get into it. Woo! I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Okay. Ah, oh, new music. New royalty oh, free Christmas music. music. Okay, let's start with a controversial one that I've been seeing Ooh. go around quite a bit um, this okay. year. Do you start your advent calendar by opening the door marked one so that it matches the date or do you open door number 24 first so you can count down to Christmas? Oh. Uh, what? One, absolutely. No, it depends on... The advent calendar. No, Whatever's, it doesn't. All no, advent calendars no, start if at one like and a, they end at 24. The 24 is the big one or the 25. The 25 or the 24 is the big fucking the big chocolate. That you open so you on end the day. on yeah. The big one is Christmas Eve, right? Or Christmas Day or whatever. Yes, you know, which is why it it's 24. So you, you make sure that that's the last one. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, you're you agreeing with Jax. You guys, yeah. I'm holding up my, my advent calendar this year. Well, that's a it's, really odd advent yeah, calendar. Yeah, that, that's very strange. It looks like a... It's quite architectural. Like a, it's like an oversized box of favourites, and it's just yeah. got a bunch of windows like kind of yeah. poked out of it. It's, it's weird. It's a th- well, it's a workshop. See, it's got when all the I, elves. When on I it. think advent calendar, I'm thinking like a, a, a proper like flat kind of rectangular thing that you open this all of the, the doors fancy, in. This is the fancy Cadbury one this year. So this is don't blame me, blame Cadbury. Um, I've got the fancy lint teddy advent oh, calendar yeah, this year. Yeah, I looked at that one. Um, and the, here's what happened. The reason I got it, I know it's like a really expensive advent calendar. 
it was mislabeled in the shop. So they have like a they have the cheap teddy one and they have the expensive teddy one. And the cheap teddy one was on sale for like nine dollars. And I thought, oh my god, that is a huge advent calendar with all these delicious lint teddies for like nine dollars. Get it up to the counter. And she's like, that'll be $35, please. And I was like, well, I'm too far gone. I have to pay for this. You know what the tip trick is? You've got to wait until like back end of November. That's when they start mm. putting them all on sale for some reason. Really? Yeah. The one I have was 20 bucks. Got it for 15 um, at the end of November. And it sat there for ages. There are some funky advent calendars you can get. Like there's, you know, the 12 days of... Red wine. There's the twelve days of pasta. I saw. There's guy the 12 I know days does a beer one every year, and he posts about it on Facebook. Another quick advent calendar question: um, Do you share your advent calendar with the people in your household, or do you each get your own one? No, everyone has You've to have their own. Your How own. the hell do you possibly share? What? Oh, see, I share. Oh, I've you always take shared. One this day, what do you I'll mean? Take one tomorrow. That's not how it see, works. See, people say no. only children can't share. I'm an only child, and I learned to share very early on because we'd get a family advent calendar, and I'd have to wait three days till I got my turn. You know, mum, dad, and me. Mum, dad, me. Mum, dad, me. So when Shane and I moved out together, I said, "Oh well, no, we just get one advent calendar for the two of us, so we take it in turns oh, opening." No way. So wow. it's my day. I, I admire the self control. <laughs> I would not be able to do that. Um, all right, that's the first question off the rank. Start at one. No arguments. Absolutely no arguments with that. I actually, had a I had a friend when I was a kid, just quickly, um, who ate all of my advent calendar chocolate on the one day. So that's probably what? why I've always had my own advent calendar. Oh, my God, that is horrific. Did the child turn out to be a psychopath? Um, I don't know jail, how to keep in right? touch with them. Okay. Uh, I would assume so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, i got another question here from Ronnie, and Ronnie, Ronnie says, you guys chose last year. got to keep the tradition alive. Oh, thanks for folding us into your Christmas traditions. Woo! Uh, should my dog, a beagle, dress up as Santa, an elf, or a gingerbread man this year? Gingerbread man. Yeah, Easy. I, was say that I too, agree with you, gingerbread man. I also forgot what we voted for last year, so di- we didn't so pick do that I. last year, did we? I feel like gingerbread man was not an option last year. No, I feel like that's a new option. Um, and if yeah. so, I think that's the fucking cutest thing ever. And a beagle face suits a gingerbread face. A hundred. My pajamas. Your PJs yep. have gingerbreads. Have gingerbread men and dogs. Crumpet's going to so, be a um an sign. elf this year. Cute. I'll put a photo up Aww. of Christmas of Crumpet dressed up as an elf on Christmas as well, so Please you can all do. see him. I'm looking forward to that. All righties, next question from Ronnie. Hello, says Ronnie. Hello, Ronnie. The in-laws are having a combined birthday and Christmas. In terms of gifts, do they get two? Also, what are your thoughts on getting gifts off separate Amazon wish lists for nieces and nephews? Is it normal for children teens to pick their Christmas presents? Will we be frowned upon for going off script? Okay. So, first question. The in-laws are having a combined Christmas and birthday. Do they get two gifts? I think you get them one great gift each. Yeah, see, my sister was born on the 1st of January, and so her birthday comes a week after Christmas. Um, But we always get two two gifts. But I will say... They're different days, though, right? You're not giving it to her. Like, if they're having... If your sister had a combined... I don't know. If she was like, I'm having a Christmas birthday party. Like, are you going to get her two gifts on the same day? No. Yeah, if your if your birthday is actually on the twenty fifth, then I mean you're getting one relatively decently sized present. It's, I think it's not. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not two gifts. It's just one really nice gift. I think Jess's dad has his birthday on Father's Day, so we just kind of you know go a, a bit go extra a bit and yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I reckon instead, if you normally spend fifty dollars on a gift, spend like eighty. You know what I mean? Like just go a little bit. Like one and a half worths of gifts. You know what can be good though too is to get like a gift that has two parts and then you can give one for Christmas and one for the birthday. That's especially if there's like a birthday and a Christmas close to each other. That can sometimes be a bit of fun as well. What's like, a gift? I mean, yeah, give me an example. I don't get it. Um, like you get them a Nerf gun and you wrap that in Christmas wrapping and then you get them all of the Nerf bullets <laughs> in yes, Happy Birthday exactly. wrapping. Exactly. Or like you get them, <laughs> for example, you get them a... a Blu-ray player and a bunch of Blu-rays, you're giving the Blu-rays for Christmas and they're like, oh, I don't have a Blu-ray player. And you're like, well, just wait a few days and they get the Blu-ray player for their That's birthday. so mean. Oh, God. Okay. Um, oh, and they had a second part of the question too. Okay, so I think the question was, so Ronnie's nieces and nephews' parents, so their sisters or sister-in-law or brother-in-law, too many fucking in-law people. Are we following so far? That makes sense, right? have put up wish lists for their children. Oh. 
And they're saying, do we have to get it off the wish list or can we go off script? I think a wish list is a great idea. I have um, three nephews who I, uh, I mean, look, we live overseas, love them to bits, but it's tricky to buy gifts for kids when you see them all the time, let alone. I think that's the point. Is that like, yeah, gifts are tricky, especially when you don't know what to get them. And that is just, it's for you, Ronnie, to help you out. But if you are so confident that you can go off script and still get something that they'll be okay with, then yeah, go for it. Do you know what as well with teenagers, like particularly, you know, they're at that phase where they're wanting to spend their own money and like do their own thing. And if they're just like, hey, I really, you know, want this iPad case because I need one, you know, they can't necessarily afford to go out and buy that sort of stuff. They might not have a job. They might not get enough pocket money, whatever. I think if they've requested something, just just get it for them. You know that they'll be stoked. Yeah, and the other thing is you're not in the house. You don't know that they need an iPad case, so that can sometimes be helpful. I had to send Shane. I needed new running shoes, and I just wanted – that's all I wanted. And so I just sent the ones I wanted to Shane. I said, just get me those. Yeah. He's like, okay. And so, I mean, I'm guessing he's gotten them for me. I hope he has. (laughs) I Actually, I lie. I sent him – two different types because I wanted it to be half a surprise. So I was like, buy me okay. one of these and I'll be happy. Oh, okay. I'd like send him the size, the link to the iconic, you know, fucking purchase spot, all that jazz. I, would, I wouldn't I would have thought that you were that hard to buy for. No, I'm, I'm really easy to buy for, but I really wanted that and I didn't want to buy it for myself. And I was like, well, it's Christmas. Might as well get someone else to buy it for me. Speaking of the multi-part Christmas gift, um, one year I got a... <laughs> My parents gave me about three PlayStation 2 games. Oh. And I was like, oh, thanks, guys. And I, in my head I was like, do they not know that we don't have a PlayStation 2? <laughs> and and I'm they- like, oh, thanks. <laughs> and I'm like, in my head I'm like, these aren't going to work, but I have to like be nice and oh. pretend that's all good. But eventually the PlayStation 2 game that I was like, oh, my God, of course. Wait, how long did you have to wait? For the PlayStation 2? It was later that day. It was later that day. They were clearly trying to fuck with me. Yeah, obviously, and they did a good job. (laughs) Uh, Well, there you go, Ronnie. Hope that helps. Uh, Another question here from Ronnie. I've been with my partner for going on five years. We often spend Christmas lunch with his family and dinner with mine. Last year I had to work, so I missed seeing his family for Christmas. This year my family's doing lunch as my grandparents are getting older and they have to drive three hours home. Mm. What a drive. Uh, his family is still doing lunch as well. Is it bad if I miss Christmas with his family again because I want to spend it with my family and see my grandparents while they're still a big part of Christmas? What do I do? Don't want his family to think I'm skipping out on his family Christmases, but I want to put my family first. Oh, Look, Ronnie, I think you've got to go to your family Christmas. Um, At the end of the day, it's your... I know you've been with them for five years, but, you know... Hopefully you'll be with them for many, many more to come and there'll be many, many more family Christmases you can do with his side. But you don't know how much longer you've got with your grandparents. I think it's a no-brainer. Just maybe why don't you send your partner, Ronnie, to your family lunch with a nice card and like a, a, this is always my go-to, a nice bottle of wine or a bunch of flowers for the host or a Christmas hamper to say, you know, Merry Christmas, everyone, something that everyone can participate in and just say, really sorry I can't be there today. I hope you guys have a great day. Missing you, can't wait for the next one. I think that's fair. Yeah. And if they begrudge you that, fuck them. Like, come on. Yeah, we. I mean, we're probably going to have to split up because we're coming from overseas yeah. and every every man and their dog wants to see us because they haven't seen us for 100 years. All right, talk um, about So... Oh, wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> It makes it really hard, especially if, especially if like, you know, both families are, are doing something at the same time and neither want to budge. Yeah. It's like, well, you know, I guess then we're going to have to split up, which, uh, you know, sometimes that's just what you got to do. Yeah, exactly. And like I said, I think if you send your partner off with something to gift to his parents um, or the wider party, I don't know how many people are involved, but yeah, I think that leaves a good impression and um, I'm sure that they'll be okay with that. At the end of the day, you can just pop over on Christmas Eve and or Boxing Day and, you know, like it's just a day before or a day later. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're, we actually aren't doing anything on Christmas Day this year except for doing presents with like Shane's and me, like my in-laws in the morning and his siblings. Um, we have nothing on. We've got something on. I've actually got something today when this episode comes out yep. and it's also Ooh, my yeah. mum's birthday. Um, so kind of a bit of a combiny one there. And then, yeah, we've got something with the rest of my family 
Shane's family on the 26th and then something with my family on the 27th. Nothing on actual Christmas Day, which is great. Okay. That is good. Uh, Next question from Ronnie. Hey, team. My birthday is at the shittiest time of year, 29th of December. Every year I avoid doing something on my birthday because no one's ever available. The one time I did do something on my actual birthday for my 20th, 18 people told me they were coming and then no one showed up. Oh, Ronnie, that sucks. My question for you guys is, should I even do something for my 23rd birthday this year? If so, should I do a dinner before Christmas or in the new year? Thanks, team. Oh, Ronnie, that really uh, does suck. I have an auntie born on Christmas Eve um, and I always make sure to call her on Christmas Eve to wish her a happy birthday because I can only imagine how much mm. she'd find that she's just completely overshadowed at this time of year. Invite um, us, Ronnie. We'll come around. We'll come around for you, Vito. <laughs> yeah. On the 29th. I think we're all in different places on the 29th. Actually, I'll still be oh, in Sydney I'll on the 29th. Around. I'll still be here. Um, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. That's what kind of like sounded weird to me is it's on the 29th that little period just after boxing day the 27th to like the 30th is kind of that gray area of the year when no one no really working. knows what they're doing yeah. no one's working i yeah. would have thought that everyone would be available i've got no I plans mean, on that like unless you're going away Nah, i see here's the thing it's a time when you know particularly um school holidays and things like that it's the time when no one's working no one's at school. It's when people go away all mm. the time. It's yeah. like their time. Yeah. It's yeah. like people are going got time away. to go now. Or people have catch-up fatigue. They're sick of it at that point. Yes. Because yep. remember, yeah. in the lead up to Christmas, everyone feels the need to, like you got your Christmas party. I caught up with some old friends last week. So it's like, oh, we got to catch up before Christmas. I mean, why is that a rule? I don't fucking know. Um, I'm organising something with another group of friends. Like everyone tries to get you at this time of the year. Um, and then, you know, you've got Christmas and then Boxing Day. And I, I feel like it on the 29th, 30th, in that lull between like the dark and 28th and, and New Year's Eve, people are bugged. They just don't want to see anybody. They That's want to stay the at you home. You just want a few Sundays in a row. Yeah, you just, just want to stay to at nothing. home eating ham sandwiches and playing with your Christmas presents. Like that's all you want to do. A ham sandwich. Um, I reckon, here's my thought, throw a big New Year's Eve party. party. Yeah. yeah. Everyone wants to party for New Year's Eve and you might as well have your birthday have New Year's <laughs> Eve at the same time. But I feel like then they're overshadowed a little bit because people are like, oh, yeah, I'll come because it's New Year's Eve and I want to party. Yeah, also, that's all right. People are, sometimes people are particular about like what they want to do for New Year's and they might be like, oh, no, well, I don't want to go sit in a restaurant on New Year's Eve. Or No, you throw a big house party. You're not going to go to a restaurant. they may not be able to. They're 23. They're probably they're still 23. living at home with their, they're probably still yeah. with their parents. Oh, well, then get your parents in on the fun. <laughs> Yeah, I would say, Ronnie, I would say go early. No, okay. go late. Go no, late. I think go late. After New Year's. I reckon maybe try a New Year's Eve thing, but like I said, I think people are I pretty... I think go New Year's Eve. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say go, like, first weekend of Jan, like after New Year's. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sticking with New Year's. I think people are a bit f- extra fatigued after New Year's and mm-hmm. they're like, Ugh, I just want to a break from the break. I have a similar problem. Like I'm 15th of Jan, which is two weeks into the new year, but people are still, people are just getting back to work. They don't really, not really yeah. in the mood for anything. And I more often than not don't really do anything that exciting for my birthday. I am next year though, because it's my 30th. But Ronnie, we wish you a happy birthday and we'll be thinking of you on the 29th. We'll be there if you invite us or we'll try. We'll They're try in spirit. Uh, i got a question here from Ronnie. Uh, the, Ronnie writes, the biggest Merry Christmas to you all. Hope Aww. it's a good one. Thank you, Ronnie. Thank you. My question is, what are your favourite childhood Christmas memories? Oh, I remember one year, because I've always been an early riser and I'm an only child, so I didn't have siblings, but we had this really great family friend who now has his own family, but at the time he didn't have his own family, so he'd always spend Christmas Eve with us. And I remember one year waking up really early. I must have been about eight and he was asleep on the lounge. I went and woke him up and then I went and woke my mum up and I was like, come on, come on, like it's Christmas and your mum, your mum, my mum was like, oh, your dad's still sleeping. I'll let you unwrap one present from Santa early and then we'll go for a walk. And I was like, oh, and I opened it up and it was my Bratz doll. It was my first Bratz doll and her name was Sasha. Oh, nice. And I remember just taking her down to the park. One other memory I have is... um, Going to the Christmas lights, there was this place where I grew, near where I grew up and it was on the water and all the houses just decked their places out with Christmas lights. 
I remember going there and getting Mr. Whippy and walking around and being so excited because when you're a kid, Christmas is just so... I love Christmas now, but when you're a kid, there's just nothing fucking better than Christmas. And I feel like those memories are hard to eclipse, maybe until you have kids of your own and you get to kind of relive it through them. But yeah, they're my kind of memorable ones that for some reason stand out to me. I think I think the to me the that feeling of Christmas morning when you're a kid just like waking up and that just overwhelming excitement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like oh my god it's Christmas and you always wake up at like 6:15 in the morning. I'd always wake up and at you're like, like oh my god. Yeah, yeah or earlier as and then soon sometimes as the sun is up. Yeah, yeah, and then half the time you got to like wait and you're like, no, I'm not allowed to, your to go. Yeah, got to wait. Did you wait, guys ever, wait. I never did this, but did you guys ever like pe- like have a peek at your presents either Christmas Eve, like before everyone was going to bed or in the morning before everyone was up and no, like try and unwrap no, them? No, never. Franco? I, yeah, no, I didn't really try and unwrap them, but there were a few times I, I think our parents kind of gave us the time, like, don't wake us up before. And, and it was reasonable. It was like 6 a.m. or something. Aww. So I remember walking downstairs at like 5.30 in the morning and just kind of seeing the size of the boxes that were there and yeah. giving things a little shake and then, yeah, going back up at 6 o'clock and waking Aww. up. Yeah, that, that little, ooh, how big are these presents? Gives you a little like, oh, okay, I think you might have a nice uh, nice little Christmas day coming for me. Franco, what's your favourite Christmas childhood memory? Yeah. It's honestly, it's just, it's got to be the Christmas that I got my PlayStation 3. I know I was one of those kids. <laughs> I was one of those kids. What, were you like it was just 17 yeah, when you got a PlayStation 3? Yeah, that long ago. No, no, PlayStation 3, they came out in, what, 2006? I would have been like 10 to 12 oh years God. old, something oh, wow, around that. wow, that long ago, shit. Yeah, yeah, no, they, yeah, I know. But um, it was just, it was one of those Christmases we just, Spent the whole day playing that and together as a family, it was lovely. And then the few days after Christmas when you check in with all of the neighbour kids and everyone else got their PlayStation 3s and you go around and, oh, what games did you get? It was great. Aww. Oh, my God. Play, I, PlayStation 3 is the only one I didn't get. I got a PlayStation 1, I got a PlayStation 2, and that Christmas was just the best I think Harry that's Potter what game. made it better to me is I never had a PlayStation 2, so I was always oh, yeah. going to friends' places and playing their video games and then finally I had one. Oh, that's beautiful. So these are kind of rapid, fiery, yay or nay kind of questions. So we'll oh, each okay. we'll each answer. Franco, we'd like you to answer too. Um, oh, thank and you. let's try and keep it rapid fire, eh? All right, first one, yay or nay to gifting alcohol to people who work for you? Yay, yay absolutely. Yay. Definitely. Yeah, unless you, like, know they have a drinking problem. Obviously don't, but, like, yeah. <laughs> Everyone wants booze and get them something versatile because if they don't drink, like not everyone drinks red wine, right? Get like a Prosecco because at the very least, if they don't drink it straight, they can put it into like a spritz or something. Get a nice bottle of whiskey. That's too expensive. That's way too expensive. All right. Yay or nay to giving your boss a gift for Christmas? Uh, Depends depends on the boss. Yeah, totally if you depends. like your boss and you're good, good with your boss, absolutely. Yeah, if they've yeah. gone above and beyond for you, I reckon go I'd for it. I'd say if if you're the sort of person that has like a social kind of relationship, or if you, if you would go to the pub with your boss, then yeah, get them a present. Yeah, that's a good yeah. call actually. Yeah, if your boss is an asshole, they don't get anything from me. I think yeah. we did this question sort of last year. When do you take down your Christmas tree? Oh, January first. I'm never home. <laughs> I don't know if it's exactly January 1st. I think definitely you've got to wait for the new year. Yeah, yeah. You need that that week in between has to have a Christmas tree yeah. in it. Yeah. I it, it totally gives me anxiety, people who leave their trees up. Like I've seen posts from friends who are like, it's like the start of February and they're like, finally taking down the Christmas tree. I'm like, ew, what's wrong with you? Like that's how have you lived? That's way too long. No, that's too long. That's disgusting. I think, I think within the first week of the new year. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Okay, first week of the new year or you might have to plan ahead if you're going away over Christmas because you can't be getting home at the end of January and the tree's still up. Ooh. Um, what is the correct greeting these days? Is it still okay to say Merry Christmas or should it be Happy Holidays? I think say whatever you feel comfortable with. Merry Christmas is great. Happy Holidays is also great. I feel like in America, Happy Holidays is like the norm. Everyone says happy holidays and I feel weird just to say, I mean, I'm sure it's fine, but um, everyone says happy holidays here. Well, here in LA at least. I know that on um, certain television networks they say the war on Christmas because people (laughs) say happy holidays. But, you know, to be honest, coming over here I feel like, um, you know, uh, obviously people in Australia, lots of people celebrate different things, but here especially 
Maybe it's just because there's so many people. There's lots of people who celebrate all sorts of different things. There's a whole Hanukkah section in Target, which we, you know, obviously just don't get in Australia. Mm. So um, I think it's just, you know, just say happy. I mean, say whatever you feel like, but, you know, happy holidays is the thing here and I've been saying it here and I've not felt any different. Happy holidays. Uh, How early can you start drinking on Christmas Day? Breakfast. Champagne breakfast. Yeah, yes. I agree. Champagne breakfast for sure. And then a nap. Ooh, mimosas, like just, yes. Like a, yeah, mimosas, champagne breakfast. Yeah, but have, what, what if you're doing the cooking, actually? Drink it while you're cooking. Oh, you yeah, mean okay, like great. lunchtime cooking? Yeah. Oh, I just yeah. reckon pace yourself, though. Like, don't be ridiculous. Don't get boozed before yeah, anyone's over for hammered. lunch. But like a, a glass of champagne with your Christmas breakfast, love it. And then you just kind of build up during the day. Yeah, breakfast cocktails, actually. I'm a big fan of breakfast cocktails. What's the best way to cope with people that you only see once a year that you don't particularly like and have nothing in common with? <laughs> um, uh, small talk? Seat them together. Small talk? Yeah. Get your small talk out of the way and then avoid them. That's what I do. Hi, That's how it. are you? Yeah. Oh, so nice to see you. How are the kids? Yeah, yeah. Oh, how's work? Oh, yeah, I had a great year too. Oh, sorry, I'm just going to go help Beryl with the ham. Okay. And then don't speak to them again. And then you talk to them next year. Yeah, and then you do the exact <laughs> same conversation next year. <laughs> I think you got to seat them together at the dinner, at the lunch or dinner table. You just, you know, the people who you don't talk to very much or you oh don't like God. or you don't want to this talk is, to, put them this together. This is a whole new world that I'm just <laughs> discovering now. We're hosting Christmas this year and we oh get to God. decide where people oh. sit. Oh, you're going to do presents. Yeah, well, no, you usually you usually wouldn't, but there are people that we want on the other end of the table, so we can. Good call. Oh, that's fun. Christmas um, place settings. Good idea. Yeah. Um, so if you've got that option, then take it, definitely. What's the best Christmas gift you've ever received? Mine has to be, I think you always remember your first bike. I remember my first bike. I remember it. The I house remember I was my in. first bike. I've just, yeah. you've just said it, and that memory has popped yeah. into my head. Core memory, hey. Oh, my God. Yeah. Franco, yours is the PS3, isn't it? The PS3, of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mine actually might be. I think that's bike and PS, PS2 might be on the same level, actually. Yeah. I never got a PS2 because I didn't want one. All right. And lucky last, what's your ideal way to spend Christmas Day? Um, I I love the mornings I have. As Shane's food, our new tradition, we wake up and we still sit around the tree. We're all adults. None of us are younger than 30 and we all sit around the tree and open presents and then we all sit down and have Shane's mum cooks up a big breakfast with pancakes and bacon and eggs and orange juice and we sit around and eat it. Um, and then, you know what, I'm kind of a big fan of the not having to do anything else on Christmas Day. Um, but I think as long as there's food and people you love, it's a great day no matter where you are. Yep. I think you've, you've bloody nailed it. As long as there's yeah. people you love and food to eat no matter where you are. Who you're with, well, as long as you love them, yeah, you're going to have a great day. And it can be just yeah. one person you love or perhaps it's a pet because, you know, I was walking down the street today and this guy said, that's your best friend, isn't it? I was walking with Crumpet. <laughs> First I was I like, love that. Do, you, do you think I don't have friends? A, but then B, I went, that's really sweet. I was like, yeah, he is my best friend. <laughs> my dog's my best friend. And you know what? Someone out there oh listening, that might be their Christmas day. It might be unwrapping presents with their cat. It might be having a yummy steak dinner with their dog. And if that's the case, that's beautiful. Because, yeah, it's about giving and receiving presents. <laughs> and also gifts. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Ronnie said, have a great Christmas. Love, Ronnie. Thanks, Ronnie, for those oh, questions. Thanks, Ronnie. Great questions. Uh, here's another question from Ronnie. Hello, guys. I have been in a situationship for about eight months now. Just quickly before I continue, what the fuck is a situationship? A situationship is just when you're too scared to call it a relationship, right? Yeah, okay. like sleeping together. So friends with benefits. Yeah, but I think it's... So new friends with benefits. I feel like it's like maybe a little bit more than that. Like it's... Okay. Maybe like you're a bit more into each other than just like, hey, what time are you free? The Savo 4, cool, I'll come pick you up and we can go bang. <laughs> I've been in one of those. <laughs> they have a place in society, I'm telling you. Okay. Yeah, I do like that word for situationship. <laughs> Ronnie says, I'm definitely the more invested party of the two of us, but I care for this guy a lot. Do you have any suggestions for a good Christmas gift to give him considering the ambiguity of our relationship mm. status? I don't want to cross a line for either of us. Um, since he hasn't been willing to commit to anything serious with me, but I would like to give him something that shows he means more to me than just an acquaintance or perhaps someone who you just message and say, would you like to go bang? Thank you for <laughs> bang, advice. Bang. Happy holidays to you all. Um, thank you, Ronnie. Oh. 
I think this is a chance to show them... A sex toy. No, that you know them, get them tickets to a sporting event that they really like or a place like an exhibition or an art gallery or the zoo or the aquarium or like something that shows that, you know, and the idea, uh, this is the problem though, if you give them two tickets and they don't, Take you. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the problem. I was going to say the same thing, like get a dinner booking or something like yeah. that, like a voucher. Yeah. And yeah, kind of set yourself up on a date with them. That's mm. what you want to do. A yeah, it's not a bad that, idea. That doesn't go Take straight Take yourself out to on a bedroom. date with them. Why don't you wrap yourself up with a little bow and some sexy underwear? <laughs> no, they're yeah. trying to move out of the situationship. Can I say, Ronnie, <laughs> if you do buy them tickets to a show or something or dinner, dinner voucher, and they don't take you, give up hope. Yeah, move, move on. on from them. Yeah, move on from them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't waste your time with people. You should be someone's first priority, not a second choice. Yeah. I think something thoughtful doesn't have to be like, you know, something you'd give a, a, a you know real serious partner you've been with for a number of years, but yeah. I think something nice and thoughtful or just, yeah, set yourself up on a date. Buy tickets to something where when you buy the tickets, you can put the name of the ticket holders in. <laughs> so you make it very clear. Here, this one's for you. This one's no, for me. No, oh, here's what you do. You buy the two tickets, but you keep them in your account and you only give them, him, the one ticket. And you say, I've got his tickets for this. And therefore, you know you're definitely going. Yeah, you can, you can <laughs> no, force see, I think it. She, no, I think Ronnie should use it as a test. I think they should use it as a test. Yeah, no, that's right as well. You should use it as a test. But but hey, there's the other perspective as well, which is maybe Ronnie wants to try and convince this person that's in the situation ship that hey, we could we could be a bit more serious than then they don't know that yet. So maybe this date, if yeah. you force it, could be like, Hey, guess what? I'm actually fun to, to do other stuff with. Yeah, okay. All right. Well there you go. There's a couple of options. Um this question comes from Ronnie. Kia ora whanau. I hope I've said that right. I asked. I think that's right. I asked a Kiwi once how to say that. It means family, W-H-A-N-A-U. And I always going, uh, wahanu. Whanau. But I think it's whanau. Whanau. Whanau or whanau. I've heard yeah. whanau. Um, I'm really sorry if I butchered that, but that is to the best of my knowledge how to say it. I did ask a Kiwi. Um, it does have a W in it. It's a weird word. <laughs> yeah. I'm heading back to NZ for Christmas. We haven't been able to get there for four years, mainly due to Ooh, COVID. It's wow. always a big family get-together, and we did stop doing presents for each other years ago. However, there are quite a few new kids in the family, and I know almost everyone else is buying presents for them. I don't want to be a Grinch, but I hate buying gifts for kids that are under a couple of years old as they don't appreciate anything fair. It's also costing me over $1,000 to go back there, so I don't really want to have to spend any more than that. Should I still buy them something or just leave it and not bring it up at all and hope no one notices? Thanking you, love, Ronnie. Shout uh, Ronnie. I mean, what? thanks for your question. What kind yeah. of Christmas are you having? Like if you're having, you know, there's there's two types of Christmases. Well, there's probably a few types of Christmases, but there's two that I can think of. One is where everyone sits around, you all have lunch and you go and you all sit around the tree, the Christmas tree. And you all open gifts. And one by one, everyone yeah. gets their gifts and they all hand yeah. them off and you all kind of watch each other open. You say, oh, my God, oh, that's so sweet. That's That can be awkward. There's the second type where everyone's running around all day, the kids are running around, they're playing with their new gifts and then it's just like, oh, yeah, the gifts are here. And then it's just like if, if it's that kind of Christmas, you might be able to just kind of get away with it. Well, it sounds like it's they don't buy presents for the adults, it's just for the kids, right? So the kids yeah. are going to get a bunch of presents anyway. If they're under two years old as well, you're right, Ronnie, they're not even going to fucking know that you didn't give them a gift. I will suggest one thing, though. If you've got mm. a group of kids going, buy them something that they can all play with. So if you're going somewhere with a pool, get like a bunch of cool inflatables. If you're, if it's something else, do like a bubble machine. Because like if you've got little kids, and they, I mean little kids, like they've got to be, I reckon, eight and under for a bubble machine to go off. But if they're under I eight, love a bubble, machine. bubble machines go fucking off. Kids love that shit. And you buy it and you just go, here, kids, something for you to play with this afternoon. Get them like I don't know something that they can all participate in. Some chalk, like like um pavement chalk, so that they can draw. Yeah. Something that something small, cheap, but that's also about the yeah. memories. It's not all about yeah. spending money on people for Christmas. It's also exactly. about creating beautiful memories. You'll realize when you get presents for kids that they'll use the presents for about a day. I'm with Ronnie. <laughs> I hate buying presents for kids. We had some kids part of the family for a little while. Oh, God, 
I hated having to buy gifts for them because I just I a I didn't care about them enough to spend money on on it to be like really I, I did actually buy them pool toys one year because I was like okay they've got a pool pool toys are a good present pool toys are great but yeah fuck buying stuff for kids it is tricky but yeah I think a couple of books might, you know books are also relatively oh, cheap and and I think they're good presents as well you know they're not going to get enjoyment out of them straight away but you know maybe that night or through the week the the, the next week or uh, you know books are a forever kind of gift yeah i always love writing a message in a book i've bought people a couple of books this year actually i bought books for lots of four people on my list actually this year well there you go i'm gonna write a little message in all of them yeah i I don't think you have to go crazy i don't you've spent over a thousand dollars to get there um, so you don't have to go crazy, but you can just get a book or two while you while you're uh, while you're there for Christmas. I still think a bubble machine. Yeah, a bubble machine would be really, really cool because you can get them from two dollar shops. Just yeah, just get like some sort of game that ev- all of the kids can play together. Yeah, I think yeah. Don't feel the pressure on it. If they're little kids, they're not going to know. But if there's something you can get that they can all play with, I think that's a good option. Another Ronnie has written in with two questions for us. Um, Question number one, they write, Every year I struggle to provide my parents with gift ideas for Christmas. I'm 26 and if I want something, I usually just buy it. So by the end of the year, when they ask, What do you want for Christmas? I'm left with creating a list of things that I could use or would be nice if I received it. Um, But I'm very pragmatic and I usually think of a gift to be something that's useful or fulfil a need. Can you add some perspective to preparing a wish list for family or am I using the wrong approach to receiving I gifts during the holidays? the answer because oh. I have the exact same problem with my parents <laughs> and and this is what I've done. And, and usually my parents are pretty good. They'll get me something that like extra as well where they feel like they need to kind of make up for, for an extra gift. But yep. I've got a list on uh, Booktopia or Book Depository or something like just a wish list of books that I want to read and it's always got like 30 or 40 Mm. books on it and they can just pick and choose from that that and they can just get get those because you can get as many or as little as you want and I'm probably never going to (laughs) read most of the books that I've got like the books behind me right now I've read about half of them so they'll just add to the pile (laughs) that's the the thing with books is I I really want to read a lot of books but I'm not going to read them I like (laughs) I like the idea of like wanting books. Yeah, I really want that book so I can just plow through it, but I'm not going to. I think that's a great idea. I started keeping a list back in like October when I, because I always see things. I'm like, oh, I really want that. But I'm like, no, don't buy that for yourself. It's not like a necessary purchase. So for example, there's this umbrella that I really wanted and I put it on my list and I'm pretty sure I'm getting it this year. And a, an umbrella. An umbrella. Yeah. It's like a wait, like a it's like, like an, an eighty dollar umbrella. Like your balcony? No, no, no. For your balcony like to, to like hold keep the sun as I walk down the street, protect you from the rain. Okay. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. An eighty dollar <laughs> rain umbrella. Yeah, I would for you never to hold buy it for as you're walking down the street. No, I was actually think about this, right? Mm. Umbrellas always break. Have you ever had an umbrella that hasn't either been yeah, lost so or your broken? Your dollars one is also going to break. No, no it's going to be I've better been quality. looking for a really, really good quality umbrella. That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, but imagine, here's the thing. You can get a fucking $2 umbrella at a 7-Eleven. No, okay. You I, could Jax, get 40 I have a $2 umbrella. $2 umbrellas for the cost of one umbrella. The second time I used my shitty convenience store umbrella that I got mm-hmm. because it was pissing down on me and I had to grab something, it broke the second time I used it. Well, I've you can buy another two dollars. I have a big golf umbrella that's a bitch to carry around when I'm catching public transport. This one is really cool. It's got a duck head as a handle. They only sell them. Well, I've only seen oh them at David God. Jones. Oh, okay. No, but like I would never buy it for myself. I would never spend eighty dollars on an, on an umbrella. I'd keep buying shitty ones. But then I was like, you know what? I saw it at David Jones and I went, I'm obsessed with that. I want it so bad. And so I just popped it down on a list and I went, okay, that can come back. Um, so I just started doing that with. Purchases that I wouldn't buy for myself but that I would love to have, like fancy mugs and, like, you know, <sighs> crystal wine I can't glasses. wait for you to get your fucking $80 umbrella. I know I'm getting it, it because my sister-in-law messaged me and she went, do you have a preference for colour for that umbrella? And I said, no, thank you. I specifically <laughs> wrote exactly what umbrella it was and where to get it and I think I'm going to get it. I'm so excited. Can't wait to get my duck I might start umbrella. a business making $80 umbrellas. There's clearly a market for They're it. They're really cute. <laughs> 
They're really I'm going to buy $2 ones at the, at the fucking 7-Eleven and mark them up to $80. And they come in really cute colours, like yellow and hot pink and emerald green. I'm really excited. Oh, my God. Um, Ronnie, to answer your question, um, I think that you should, uh, I think experiences. If there's an experience that you would like, a concert you'd like to go to, a yeah. theatre show you'd like to see, sporting event you'd like to go to, mm. that's, you know, it's not necessarily pragmatic. It doesn't fulfil a need, but it will be fun and it will yeah. be an experience. And I'm a big fan of experience gifts. Also, movie tickets, movie vouchers, great. You can yeah. use them at any time. Dog Most class. of those have no expiry date these days, um, or you've got three years to use them. And, you know, it's a really good one if it's like a boring weekend. You're like, oh, I don't have much on. Oh, I'll just pop down to the movies with my mate Bill. Or whoever. Uh, Ronnie's second but related question is Christmas means giving gifts and I tr- I try my hardest to find the perfect gift that is thoughtful or something that the person will want or be talked about. Mm-hmm. In your experience, what makes a good gift? R- Ronnie just wants to wants advice for finding the perfect gift and they, they wanted something that the person wanted or talked about and this is, this is a long game. Mm-hmm. This is not going to help you this Christmas. Have a note <laughs> in your phone. Have a note for every person that you hang out with that you plan on oh, buying God. Christmas gifts throughout the year, and just and just put little notes in when you're hanging out with them. And if they, oh, if they mention, oh, I really like that's that thing. That's a lot that of work. Other. I know it is a lot of work, but I'm just one it's of those thoughtful. people that cannot buy gifts. I don't know what to get anyone, <laughs> so I just I feel out little notes as I see people or as I'm thinking about it throughout the year, and then no, Christmas just becomes so easy. Thank you for doing that. No, I think that's nice because people either fall into the trap because yeah. I'm the same, Franco. But I don't take notes, but I always pay attention to when people say, oh, I really liked this or this was something I wanted to do or, you know, whatever, and then I'll try and find something that I know that they'll, even if it's not something that they thought they'd want, they'd be like, oh, that's really cool, thank you. Because people then often fall into the trap where they just buy someone something crap. Shane, every year from one side of my family, gets something alcohol-related. Shane's not a big drinker. Like, he's just yeah. not a big drinker. And yeah. every year they go, I've got here's the some exact beer same thing. Yes. Yeah. Here's, some, here's a six-pack. Here's a fucking yep. esky. And Shane's like, what are we going to do with oh, it? But see, I feel like if you want something that's going to be talked about, you kind of have to spend a bit of money unless here's the way... Here's how to get something that's going to be talked about. And again, it's a long game, but a different kind of long game to Franco's. You have to start a joke gift. Start a joke gift and, and like, kind of do it bigger and better every year? Bigger and better every year. And then you're going to be the gift that gets talked about every year. And you're like, oh, my God. And that's going to be the experience that everyone remembers every Christmas, your joke gift. Like, you could start with just wrapping, like, wrapping paper in wrapping paper. And then it'd be like, oh. No, that's so shit. Don't do that. in five years' time... Everyone's going to be talking about that. No, don't yeah. wrap wrapping paper. You're That's setting a yourself, idea. You're setting yourself up for some massive expectations. Even if you look, the wrapping paper idea is shit. But you know. <laughs> If you if you sing them a song for Christmas, for example, and that's also yeah, that's a bad idea. Good. But then, like the next year, you've got to get like a, a, a personal choir. guitar next to you, oh, yeah. and yeah. then the and then year eventually after, get to a choir. You, and eventually, you've got to take them to the opera house, and you've just booked <laughs> yeah. it out. And there's and there's the symphony. <laughs> yeah, people talk about that. Oh, good call. All right, Ronnie, we hope that helped. Um, this one's from Ronnie. My wife and mother hate each other and do what they can to not be in the same place. On Christmas Eve, I go to my parents to celebrate with them for dinner and now my wife wants to go with. How do I not feel uncomfortable or awkward? My time is ruined as I'm just waiting for the time bomb to go off between them. Oh, God. Um, can you just oh, keep them apart? Just Does your wife get on with anyone else in your family? Like, just say to her, honey, it's Christmas, just avoid my mum. Like, be... Be proactive about it. Acknowledge your wife's feelings. Yes, I know that she upset you that year when she said your hand was disgusting or whatever the fuck they're fighting about. Just honestly, keeping the peace sometimes with these sort of things is the best way. Keep them apart as long as you can throughout the rest of the year. Christmas is a time for family and being with the ones you love. Is there any chance of a reconciliation? Could you hold an intervention on Christmas Eve dinner? (laughs) Why don't you get the whole family involved? I have two things to say about this. One is, firstly, your wife wants to go with you, so it's her responsibility to not, you know, yeah. to like be be keep the peace. Yeah, yeah. You know, even if it's like, even if she takes issue with something, your mum says, "I get it, whatever." Just keep the peace. It's on your wife. She's the one who wants to go with you. You've offered her the out. So if she doesn't want to take the out, then I think it's partly her responsibility, and two. 
if things start do start to blow up, just 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 leave the house for a bit, take a walk, whatever. It's not it's not your fight to have. <sighs> Three Christmas. The best part about Christmas is the family drama. <laughs> that's what. Yeah. That's, that's the best thing. Watching the family drama unfold, yeah, but the fights. It's his wife and his mum. Like it's not removed yeah, but it's for fun. him. No. You, yeah. That's no. Not fun. You just got to remove yourself and go and just watch it. And just have fun watching. I it. think the advice here is just find a way to enjoy it. It's going to happen. Yeah. Just just <laughs> learn to laugh at it. Yeah, family drama is the best part of Christmas. Watching everyone yell at each other mm. and fight with each other and storm out the house. Yeah, that's the best part. Oh God, that's okay. what Christmas is all about. Sure, sure. <laughs> Guys, we're at our yes. last question for twenty twenty two. Our last Christmas question comes from a Ronnie. Hello, Ronnie. Hello, Ronnie. It's nice Hello, and short. Ronnie. I'm fighting with my partner. Is Die Hard really a Christmas movie? Yep, yep straight, yep, straight yeah. out of the gates yep. from Frank. I think yes too. Yep. Um, I watched it for the first time last year and it felt... For the first time? Yeah, I'd never watched it before. Oh, my God. I'm a, Okay, I'm a girl and I'm not saying girls can't like action movies, but I'm quite a girl. Like I'm not really into like the action-y. Okay. Th- like I like a horror movie, but thrillers and stuff, yeah, not really my cup of tea. Um, I was also an only child, so I didn't have, like, older siblings who were sitting down watching Die Hard. My parents weren't really movie people, so they weren't watching Die Hard. And then I met my husband, and he was like, you haven't seen Die Hard? I'm like, yeah, but you're five years older than me, and you have a brother who's, you know, born in the early 80s. Like, of course you've seen it. I haven't seen it. I felt the Christmas vibes when I watched it last year. Um, It's Christmassy. Yeah. 100% 100% yeah, it's Christmassy. It is Christmassy. There's Christmas um, songs, there's snow and carols and all of that. Yeah, and like Christmas. It's like that, the whole movie happens at a Christmas party, doesn't exactly. it? Exactly. It's like yeah. that um what's that Office Christmas party movie? I feel like it like it happens at Christmas at the Office Christmas party. I don't know if it's about Christmas, but it's still a Christmas movie. Yeah. It's it's not about Christmas, but you know, it takes place in Christmas. Yeah, no, but I think it's also kind of a, an antidote to the other Christmas movies. You either have Hallmark Christmas movies, which are a lot of people. Oh my love. god, one of those Rocked up on TV the other night, and I was like, "What is this?" Yeah, they're terrible, but people love them. People love watching Hallmark Christmas movies. Then you've got you know the real kiddie ones that are you know geared for you know the kids, um, and then you get like the random like romantic comedy Christmas movies, and then you get the rogue ones like Bad Santa. Actually, what did we watch the other day? That one with Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. <gasps> I was just about to say, I've just watched that movie over the weekend and I loved that movie. Oh, did you? New Christmas movie. Yeah, I thought it was great. I found it middle of the road. I'd be interested to know what the reviews say because Jack's always likes stuff that people pan. (laughs) And conversely, we're getting about about six and a half online across Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb. So, yeah. Yeah, which is about what I thought. Yeah, and it's about the exact same as the the last movie that you really, really talked up to us. (laughs) Yep. Um, so. I also want to watch Violent Night with David Harbour. That looks really good. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say the movie that you guys were talking about, if anyone interested, Spirited, and it's thank on you. Apple TV. Oh, yes. Yes, thank yes. you. Um, I will say I actually quite enjoy, obviously I'm a big fan of the classic movies, but I enjoy watching a new Christmas movie. And I think actually a couple of years ago, a movie called Happiest Season starring Kristen Stewart came out. I thought that was a great movie too. There's a nice new Christmas movie. I like to I like to watch a new Christmas movie. Yeah. I know people are very sticklers for like, I only like the classics, but I like to see, I like to sample, yeah. sample the new ones. No, that's a good call. Happiest I... Season with Kristen Stewart, also six yeah. and a half. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a Christmas movie. Clearly there's a ceiling for okay. reviews on Christmas <laughs> My movies. My favourite Christmas movie, and I want you to look up the rating, Franco, is yep. A Muppet yep. Christmas Carol. Please. Oh, great movie. Great. Oh, wow, okay. Great. 1992. Well. That's, a, that's an old one. This was another one of my family Christmas traditions that I remember very fondly. It, uh, it's a 7.7, which is actually pretty wow, good. Wow, that is very good. Yeah. All right, Franco, what's yours? And give it a Google and let's see who wins the uh, Christmas movie ratings bonanza. Oh, uh, with Christmas. Well, yeah, mine's a classic, but I think it's got Home a good rating. I hope it's got a good rating. It's what Elf you... with Will Ferrell. Oh, you know oh. what? I rewatched that last year. I didn't find it that funny. It's it's great. I it was endearing, it. but I didn't laugh as much as I did when I watched it when I was younger. <laughs> What's uh, Elf's IMDb rating? I've just looked it up. It's a seven. So good, I but win. not great. I win. I see. I think my favorite Christmas movie of all time is um, Last Action Hero with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Last Action Hero. What? Yeah. 
Christmas I've movie? Never yeah, you haven't seen Last Action. You've got go and watch Last Action oh Hero this week. This has got to be a curse that you've got. It's six and a half. It's six and a half. It's always six <laughs> and a half. You've got to be joking me. Do you have like <laughs> you're kidding. you just like middle of the road stuff? Like that's just but yeah. you like to pretend you're like some. Go and watch film Last Action Hero and, and tell me that it's not the greatest Christmas movie. Well, it won't be now because you've watched it in the modern times. But <laughs> tell me that it's not at least a good Christmas movie. Never even heard okay. of it. I've never heard never of heard it. Never heard of it. Never hey, heard of while it. we're on while we're on ratings, I know this is this is um, um, often rated the best Christmas movie of all time, Love Actually, which, again, I don't think is actually about Christmas. It just happens at Christmas. Mm. Um, what's that get rated? Because that, that will tell us whether there's a there's a ceiling on, on Christmas movies. Because yeah. that's like Surely it's an everyone eight. universally loved. 8.2. So I've, I've actually I've looked up two movies. So Home Love Alone. Actually is a 7.6. It's right, less which than is Mother pretty Christmas good. Carol. I'm still Die a winner. Hard. Is uh-huh. ahead with eight point two. That's Ooh. a really good rating. Okay. okay, but hang on, Home Alone, the original. That's the last one we're checking because that, to me, is probably the ultimate Christmas movie. I, I feel. Think you might be right about that ceiling with Christmas movies. That's a seven point seven as well. Oh I'm telling God. you, there's a ceiling on Christmas movies. So really, a six point six for a Christmas movie is like an eight <laughs> in a normal movie. Uh. Are you guys, do you guys watch any Christmas Eve? Is that when you do your Christmas movie watch? Shane and I have been sprinkling them throughout December. We've just been randomly chucking them on or putting on a South Park Christmas episode. That's our other favorite. Yeah, I love watching Christmas movies through December and I watch all the new movies and the classic movies. But my Christmas Eve is spent, and this is a very Australian thing and maybe even a very Melbourne thing, but he's spent watching the, Chris, the carols at the mm. Sydney Meyer Music Bowl. Mm. Um, as all of Australia's D-list celebrities sing us to Santa Claus <laughs> coming to town. And Santa coming out at the end. I love that part. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, it's always like high five but like the D-list high five yeah, yeah. and then there's like the people that you're like, oh, my God, remember when that person who was the seventh oh, season wow. runner-up on X Factor? And <laughs> Oh, my God. Franco, there's one more Christmas movie you have to check for me and this is my own okay, personal yep. tradition. This is what I watch while I wrap presents, usually the 23rd, 24th. Mm-hmm. Oh, Duck wow. Kath and okay. Kim Code, the Kath and Kim Christmas movie. Oh, is that a Christmas movie? Yes, yes, it is. Is Dark. that a Christmas movie? Yes, it okay. is. Hey, you know what? That's actually that's got a good rating. You're on seven point three. Guys, <laughs> I'm the movie buff. Jax is a faker. Yeah, he doesn't know what and he's that's doing. on Netflix. If you want to watch it, I think I uh, it's great. Might watch that. I've never it, seen it before. It's really, really good. Like it's it's good, Kath and Kim, because I know they started doing movies and it was weird. This came between season three and season four, which was their golden era. So it it's excellent. Um, on that note, wrap her up. That's it. We're done. That's it, guys. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Um... Thank you. I know we kind of did at the start, but thanks to everyone who's listened to us this year, who supported us, who joined the Ronnie Room, who sent in a question. Um, we wouldn't have this podcast without our beautiful listeners. So we wish you a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever you get up to over this festive season. We hope it's fun and filled with laughs and lots of yummy food, of course, and booze, um, if that's what you'd like to partake in. Um, but, yeah, no, we've had a great year, haven't we? We've had a great year. And uh, thank you, thank you, thank you to all of our listeners. Thank you to both of you, Sasha and Franco, for uh, spending an hour a week with me together. You're welcome. Um, Anytime. It's been fun and uh, see you in the new year. Hope you guys also have a great Christmas and a new year. Happy New Year. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. We're not good at sincere, are we? Now, we do have a return date. Um, First episode back of 2023 will be 14th of Jan. Um, 14th of Jan. Yep. So we are. I don't think we'll spoil too much, but there there will be some differences next year. Um, Mm -hmm. And tell your your friends to listen because the podcast might or might not be better. (laughs) Or. I don't know if it'll be better, but there'll be other things. There'll like be, something we've be been things. talking about for probably 12 months we're finally uh, going to do in 2023. We're doing it. I don't care what you guys at, say. We're at, doing it. At some point. Okay. No, it's that is the first thing we're doing next year is getting that thing happening. What do you, I don't know what you're talking about, so I, maybe I we should go and is. have a meeting about what that is because <laughs> I obviously wasn't there for that. But, um, okay, stay tuned and all of us, including me, can find out what the brand new things are. <laughs> next year. <laughs> 
Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Ho, ho, Merry ho. Christmas. Bye. Oh, bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.